Ladies and gentlemen, hey, it's Jesse from the original Fast and the Furious, and you're listening to Granny Shifton, the Fast and Furious podcast. Welcome to Granny Shifton. I'm Ryan. And I'm Jason. And this is minute 77 of Too Fast, Too Furious. And we're busting down trailers. Sort of. Do you think... So okay. the, the fellow lets them in. They tapped on the... Oh, sorry. They're no, no, go somewhere. ahead. Go ahead. I'm getting say ahead of myself. They tapped on the door with the sledgehammer. The guy uh, let them in and he leaves. He walks off. Do you think he knows what's going on in there? Or he's just What was in there? his bag? He carried a bag he out. He carried a bag out. That was weird. Yeah. But and uh, we see one of uh, the cops. The undercover. Teams. The undercover the one that, female. The female that had the walkie-talkie in the newspaper. And the big butt hair. Or the big butt walkie-talkie. And the big yes, hair. Yes. The she, big uh, butt walkie-talkie. I was really confused when I listened to that. I'm like, is he really talking about her butt being large? No. And I realized he was trying to censor himself. Yes. It's weird. <laughs> Way weirder than... Whatever. We like you, Brian. Yeah. Um. So she calls in. She says, uh, I have activity at Varun's trailer property. Right. So Varun owns this trailer, and the police knew about it, and that's why they put one of their own there, undercover. Yes. Because they knew it was all happening. Yes. All right. So um, the guy that had the rat bite his stomach, who was the one that's supposed to be providing the 15-minute window. Yes is telling his team to not move an inch on Ver- on Varun's boys right now. Okay. I can see how this works, though. Originally, I was wondering how he could provide the window and get away with it. I think he'd pretend like he was waiting till the right moment and then, just and then be like, long. oh, I waited too long. Sorry, right. they got away. But So do you think the other people would just obey their commander? Yeah, yeah just follow like, orders. Okay. He's got a plan. We don't know the plan. I Stick feel like with the plan. Like... Police people, yeah. officers, have like something in their blood that's like, oh, I need to, you know, do this. You know, right, it's, right. it's like morally right for me to stop these people. But when but you're you on never a mission, will get in trouble for following, or you will never get in trouble for following orders, right? Right. Even that's if you true. can see something that's bad. Yeah, that's true. You'll never get in trouble by the police. I should say, you might get in trouble by the public for follow for following well, orders. Ah, uh, but your your dude would take the blame for it then. Right. Yeah. But you you're um for it. but I feel like when they have a like you're in on a mission. It's one thing to be like out doing something random and react. But when you're on a mission, you follow your orders. Right. Cuz you don't know. You don't know the big picture. Yeah. But we actually don't know cuz we're not police officers. We've only I mean, we know a lot. We watched yeah. a lot of movies. <laughs> yes. And read forums. That's right. Yeah. All right. So Rat Boy Yes, Rat Boy. He's he's really torn. He yeah, doesn't. He's in his office. He's oh, like, look at oh, this. man. He doesn't know. He's telling him to hold off, but he's also like, ah, what? He totally spiked the camera here. Did he? I feel like he's looking down to our right. He's looking right into my eyes, dude. Oh man, he's thinking about you. <laughs> All right, so he's trying to decide what to do. Now the shot changes back to the <laughs> trailer. There's a wall, and he has a sledgehammer. Yeah. And he's swinging. There's a picture on the wall. Like, you could take the picture off the wall, right? Right. Yeah. Save the picture. Now, we can hang it there next time. You can also see the wall is framed out. But yeah, I missed that the first time. So it must have been them, like, not wanting to actually redrywall the entire wall. They just cut a section out, and then they put a trim board and just painted over top of it. Right. So you can see, like, a frame. There's a four by eight section. 
the size it's of probably a, just a piece of plywood. Oh, yeah. yeah. So anyway, they start no, it's busting definitely drywall. Through. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Look. Oh, they but a four just, by eight is drywall, right? Yeah, they probably just plopped them four right. by eight up there. Yeah. So he starts busting through the wall with his sledgehammer. I was going to ask you, do you think they do this? Oh, he did this. take the picture off. Okay. Yeah. So he's about to smash it. The other guy stops him and then takes the picture off. Yeah. And, and they then say they something like, in Spanish like, yeah. come on, man, who cares about the picture? Right. He's I'm like, guessing. I got respect. <laughs> I'm about to smash all of them, but save the picture. I was going to ask you if you think they hide it in the walls every time and like they have to have someone come in and re-drywall the wall every time. <laughs> hey, don't say anything. <laughs> well, the yeah. drywaller. Okay. I know this isn't normal, but... Why do you? Um, why do I have to keep redrywalling the same spot on your trailer? This is like where everybody hides their money, though, right? Yeah, in the wall. Yeah, when we moved in here, there was so much stuff everywhere. Yeah, like we had heard that the people that lived here before us from our neighbors were like hoarders. Okay, they had just stuff packed full, and those are the kind of people that I feel like would like not trust a bank and like hold all their money somewhere. Right. right. And we kept hoping when we would do renovations that we would find money in the wall, but we never found anything. I know somebody that did. Yeah, a lot of money. We we were remodeling a house for somebody, me and my dad, mm-hmm. and their husband who had passed away had uh, was a not much of a bank truster. And as we remodeled, it was more of like not their actual house; it was like a cabin for them. And as we were remodeling it, we found like eighty thousand dollars in cash. So That's we awesome. kept giving it to her, and she kept using it to remodel. <laughs> She's got a really nice cabin now. Paid for paid for it. That's right. So here's a question. Yeah. If you moved into a house and you knew the people that moved out of the house and you found $80,000 in the yeah. wall, would you give that money to them or would you keep oh, it? Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> Boy, I don't know. That would be really tough. Yeah. Isn't there something like if you... I feel like you should. It's like treasure hunters. When they find treasure, they don't own it, right? Because somebody owns the area or something like that oh i think i saw this in a show once yeah outer banks so like you can't just you can't just find the treasure and claim it as your own because somebody owns the land the mineral rights to the land yeah um i but if they sell you the house you do own in the house right right is there a bible verse about this and the guy goes and buys the land so he can get the oil off or is that something it's that old wise you're thinking tale? of um hillbilly beverly, beverly hillbillies yeah Ah, thank you. I always get the Bible and Beverly Hillbillies mixed up. Right. Black and white TV gets me every time. Yeah. (laughs) Is this a Bible show? (laughs) All right. So there's... That wall was not framed out real nice. So if we use the idea that the very first scene, a roll of money this big is five grand. Yeah. Then this is a lot of money in the wall. (laughs) Yeah, because I'll tell you, $80,000 in like 20s, yeah, mostly 20s, fit inside a paper bag that i mean right. like a uh, little bit bigger than like a when you put your lunch in okay like, the, like when, a gift paper bag like a gift paper bag with like the easily with fit like in the it fabric hoops at the top yeah 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 it would fit in there easily yep. interesting it, it was surprising how little space so i always remember thinking like man a whole briefcase of money is a ton of money yeah so they have bags of money here i forget which movie it was maybe it's been multiple movies where like you know, they're making like a money exchange for a person, you know, like a ransom exchange. Yeah. And they ask for like $100,000 and they go and they have this briefcase and they open it up and there's like five stacks. Like there's like, there's like so much space in the briefcase because right, $100,000 right. in a briefcase isn't actually that much. Right. That's fun. 
Um, it's in ones. Right. Yeah. That would make it look like a one. So they're loading account. up the bags, the oh, yeah. duffel bags with money. That bag wasn't even close to full. Throwing them to Brian. And we know that this is probably. Well, we pause. don't know how much it is. Pause. They get a hundred grand. Sorry. All right. So scene change went back to Rat Boy, yeah. and he's like, really, you can tell he's like trying to decide what should he do, what should he do. He's telling his units to hold off, and he just says, "All right, all units move on it." So he changes his mind. He tells the units to move in on it. He's going against Verone's orders and see if risking Verone being tension. Ca- oh, sorry, sorry, you finish. Risking being t- uh, what's it called? Ter- terrorized, uh, t- tortured, and tortured, tortured again. Yeah. Well. He's putting his family at risk, his wife and daughter, yeah. because that's who they said they were going to kill. Yeah. Um, but if Barone is caught, then he doesn't have to worry about it. True. So if he calls it in at the right time... They get him. Yeah. The problem with like mobs is even if you catch that guy, there's a lot of other guys you got to deal right. with. You'd have to... Yeah. You'd have to catch Barone himself. And his boss. Ren probably has a boss. You think so? Yeah, he's, he's just running boss. like the Miami division. Mm. He's got a boss in wherever they're taking this money to. Russia. Well, aren't they putting it on a plane to go somewhere? Yeah, probably. Probably to buy like Skylines to bring them into the yeah, United States. Yeah. That'd be a great... That's what they should have done with Fast and Furious 4. Yeah. Instead of... What were they bringing over? Drugs. Drugs. Yeah, it should have been Skyline. Braga. Braga. Right. All right. Okay. Let's keep going here. So, um, the helicopter flies over. Local PD is moving in. And, oh, what a shot. They're so, so far away. Camera angle is a helicopter flying over, but the camera flips the whole way backwards until it's pointing at cop cars. So it was upside down. So then it flips over 180, looking at the cop cars, and then it's like goes towards them, and all the cop cars are splitting over yeah. around it's it. It's such like Pretty a sweet. random thing that like somebody decided rather than just like cut. From the helicopter to the cars, like oh yeah, we'll like somebody come up with that, way. and us as viewers are just like you know, in a normal viewing, be like, like we don't even think once about it, let alone twice. Do you think you don't think about it at all, or do you think it's like uh, subconsciously it adds some excitement to the scene in your brain? I think if they would have shown the helicopter just like in the air, like a light, a, like a little pan, and then cut, and then shown the police cars, you want you wouldn't have liked the movie. You wouldn't have liked the scene as much. Okay. So it does like, have a subconscious factor that makes it like more interesting. I think it's just better videography makes yeah, it like you're right. a better movie. You don't always notice, but it is right. little stuff like that. It'd be like if you and me went out to like film and be like, oh, there's a helicopter. Why okay, is this good? Oh, no, here's police cars. You know, yeah. They had to get this in the same shot. Right. I got to remember this for my YouTube channel. Yes. Flipping my camera upside down. You have a YouTube Cop channel? Cars. No, but I'm thinking about starting one. It's <laughs> a good idea. Maybe. Uh, All right. Four seconds left. All, All right, right, we get into FBI headquarters. Or no, Cus- this is customs. Customs this headquarters. Is, uh, Gallo's pizza guy. That's right. He's working the computers now, tracking and, the cars. Yeah. So Jimmy never got the tracking devices office off of the. It cars. spidered into everything. Yeah, the DSI boxes. All right, um, and he's like, "Ah, man, local PD's moving on our guys." They forgot to notify the local PD that they're running an <laughs> operation, which is probably good since the local PD is working with Verone. Oh, you don't think Customs talked to the local PD? I bet they did. They didn't. And plus, that guy, Rat Boy, would have known then, and he could have warned Verone. And then been off the hook anyway. He wouldn't have had to get the window, and he'd still be on Verone's good side. Why would they have side. not talked to local PD when they're trying to... Maybe they, maybe they know that Verone know if, yeah, owns might. local PD. Yeah, so. yeah, might be in there. 
Uh, I feel like those divisions don't really chit-chat with each other. Their FBI and customs are too good to talk to local PD. Yeah. That's how it is in the movies, right? Yeah. All right, FBI's here. Step aside. Yeah. We'll handle this. Yeah, we're federal. Yeah. <laughs> All right, one second left. And... Three bags in one car, huh? Oh. And the other guy says, guess so. I wonder what that's supposed to mean. Do you think there'll be three more in Brian's? Right. So, so six, six bags Bags altogether. total. I think he brought extra bags. Like, well, we'll see how many it takes. <laughs> or yeah. What if they filled up? They had like four bags. And they're like, oh, man, we need more bags. I'm guessing this isn't the first time they did this. Do you think they leave any behind? I feel like often when you're scrambling to grab bills, they're like, ah, left a couple hundred thousand behind. You know, it's like floating around in the air, it's scattered on the floor. Oh, yeah. Just grabbing like the handfuls of stuff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. They don't show us back in the trailer after this. But no. things are getting interesting. Yep, yep. I would feel like if the people in the trailer park, do you think they know that Verone owns this and this happens? Uh, there's they, probably a lot of sketchy stuff that goes on in a trailer park. I like feel like this. Verone would just own the whole trailer park. Wouldn't that be better? Yeah, he might. Then no, ha- that'd be sketchier, right? They'd be like, oh, Verone. It's an investment owns this. opportunity. Don't you think the FBI would watch it closer then? Mm, maybe. I don't know. I bet Monica owns this trailer. That's what he uses her for. Oh, to buy use pro- her trailer? To buy properties under her name so it's not as suspicious. Boy, he picked the wrong girl. <laughs> she's she has not friends. even in this. She now. has friends. She's not involved now. Yeah, she's in the Navigator with uh, Verone. They're, dri- uh, they're driving right. somewhere else. To the docks, probably. Okay. Probably, the docks. The, probably the docks. Good deal. All right. Well, that's the end of Minute uh, 77. Thanks for listening. I'm Ryan. And I'm Jason. And always remember, winning's winning. <laughs> <laughs>